from so many decades ago with such wonderful thought, vision, and penmanship. Also in that lovely song of such great import is a little verse that goes, Mr. Chris is with us here. It says, tell me, where is sanity? Pretty hard to find these days. We'd like to think we proffer some of it here for you at the old radio ranch. Roger Sales in our venue is the people's Patriot Network, and uh, we're glad you're along wherever you are, however you're quarantined, and whatever you're doing in this day on the 331.20 hike. So it's the last day of March. My dear mother had her 92nd birthday yesterday. I'm going to cough for a second here. Well, I hope you're uh, not COVID-19 positive and are sheltering in place and um, no, maintaining a social distance. <laughs> I'm sheltering in place. I don't believe I'm COVID anything, although I've probably got a trillion viruses in me of different varieties. Uh, secluded uh, from most of the populace around here in a nice little buffer. And uh, it's it's not a bad deal. It's the inconvenience that bothers me. Now, I know a lot more people are affected by it. And, boy, we got some big-time effects from this down the road that I don't know that any of us can even – prophesize at this point quite honestly but a couple of things you can you can expect more tightening from them and you see it going on now uh, or and if you understand how they work you see it being set up now um and then uh we, we just got all kinds of stuff out there we got financial catastrophe i mean this is a financial catastrophe Okay. You're just seeing the front end of it now, the repercussions and the reverberations of it as we go forward. For those who did not heed the word, I know a guy that's sitting there with about forty or $50,000 sitting in a bank. And I've been trying to tell him for the last year, get medals, get medals. Well, guess what? He can't get them now. And he may not even be able to get his cash. He tried to go into the bank and get a little cash to sit on as this was starting, and they could only give him three grand. And the guy came up to him and said, thanks for not wanting it all, man. We just don't have the cash. The bank manager came up to him and told him that. So if any of you guys are, and I don't think you are, functionally illiterate enough to have some pile of cash sitting in a bank somewhere, don't do that. You've already missed the metals window. It's closed. There, there are no dealers on the face of the earth with any stock that they're willing to sell. You might could pry some out of somebody, but you're going to pay a premium that's going to choke a horse. Okay? So we're at that point. We've been saying it for years. There's going to be a time when metals are not available. We're now there. They've already put more money into the system than than they did in 2008 by multiples, and it ain't helping. I'm not touting anybody, but I did happen to hear, uh, I should be able to tell you, Jeffrey Bennett yesterday, Keta Moraine, Morgana Metals, uh, he had some 500-ounce uh, 
some of them were, he had some Cougar Rands that were 500 ounce silver and uh, Englehearts and a few other Buffaloes and something. So, something. so he. Uh, 500 box uh, deals for, it was a thousand for the common ones and for the special ones, it was a, a bumper, a couple hundred dollars premium for the Cougar Rands and the Englehearts. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has. A little bit of metal and a little bit of this. Well, hold it, hold it. There's people that, Chris, hold on. Chris, hold on. There's people that are selling metals, but you won't get delivery for six, eight weeks or more. They don't have them. They're they're cleaned out. Okay. So, yes, there are people that will sell you long deliveries, all right, and take your money right now. And uh, But right now, the whole system, all the dealers are cleaned out. And the mines are closed, the refineries are closed, and for the most part, the transportation uh, uh, freight companies that ship gold around the world, they're closed too. Jeff Bennett's uh, someone I've had some knowledge of for a while. I'm not, like I say, I'm not hawking him. He's not a personal friend. I've just listened to him for a while. Well, I've known him. He he's says a, he's, he has, he's in his hand to ship out within well, a day or two to be delivered. Jeff Bennett is the one that gave us the entrance to get this radio out into the public domain. I've known Jeff Bennett for years. Okay? And I know how he works and how his business is set up. He's not a dealer. He goes to other dealers and sells through them to you. Yes. Okay. He's Broker not a dealer, dealer yes, like Tom Cloud. Tom Cloud's one of the top 20 coin dealers in the world. He now lives down in St. Simon's Island, down on the coast, left Atlanta a few years ago, but he lived in Atlanta. He's been in the investment business for 30 or more years, not just gold. He did used to do documents and jewels and all, anything of intrinsic value, and uh, he's cleaned out. Um, so this is a guy now I know him personally. I've had a relationship with Tom for many years. We're not close, but I've known him. And, uh, uh, he is with the big, he's a pretty big dealer. Okay. Top 20 yeah. dealer in the world's pretty, pretty large. You've accomplished something. Well, he, he's big enough that the people that he gets supplied from, he doesn't, he's on credit with them. You don't get too many people in the metals business that are on credit. That's right. Okay. Your uh, point about the guy with the 40 or 50 in the bank, man, that is a very dangerous thing to do because anybody that's naive, not sophisticated, or uh, let's call it uh, a little tetch to leave that much money in the bank because the banks are going to the bail-in stage and the negative interest rates where you got to pay them to keep it in there and They'll eat it away. I have tried and tried and tried. It's not just him. I mean, it's just in in essence, that's an analogy for the whole world. That's what we've been doing here for all these years on the air is trying to wake people up and have them see these connections, what these things really are, be able to put it together, realize and see that there ain't nothing in it that's good for you if you play that game. If you play their game by their rules, it's designed to shear you and suck your essence. It is designed by design to take everything you've got, put you in a ditch, suck your essence out, and leave you where you've dug your own grave. That's the plan. That's the system. You can't study it and not come to that conclusion unless you're supposed to be in the ditch, I guess. Hell, I don't know. It goes back to that Bible verse, you know, the one that's explained it to me over the years so much, because they have not a love of the truth. 
That's the way it starts because they have not a love of truth. I will send them strong delusion. They will believe a lie. What do these people believe? Every damn lie they shovel in front of them. Okay, so, uh, I mean, at that point, if it comes down, if our philosophy is individual responsibility and you make your own decisions and you bear the consequences, good or bad, then, hey, let them bear the consequences. Because it appears that's the only way they're going to learn, and that is called the hard way. And when you learn lessons like that, let me tell you, they all got one characteristic. You never forget them. They hurt. Okay. They're the welts on your back from the slave master. You never forget them. All right, let's check with the good captain here. He's been off on a voyage. I believe he's come back, landed, captain got him Daryl. at the terminal, got him all checked in. Hey, captain, what's going on? Hey. Hey, uh, <clears throat> good, to, good to hear you this morning. I, I've been trying to connect on Skype, and... Uh, it says you're unavailable, so okay. I'm, I'm resorting to right. uh, my backup. So. All right. Well, hold on. Let's try it the other way. Let me try here to call you. Okay? Okay. All right. So why don't you hang up, and let me see if I can dial you in on Skype here. Uh, and we'll see okay, if, 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 we, if, we mess up, if we mess up, Daryl, call back in, okay? But we have to go through oh, these okay. kind of exercises to understand just exactly how screwed up Bill Gates is. Got to run the model. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm hanging up. Okay, okay man, bye -bye. I got you. I got you keyed okay, up. Man, I'm, I'm into my backswing now. Uh, okay. You know, just before you came on, Roger, I was watching the president giving a briefing from the White House, and he was noting the social distance because it was, you know, they were 30 feet away from each other, and his hair was blowing in the breeze, and he assured him it was his hair. Uh, he had a bunch of uh, his entourage uh, from the uh, DHS and, and all the other agencies there. Azar was one that was pretty articulate at kissing the posterior for the president, and he was actually very articulate and well-spoken. Uh, you know, I couldn't argue with what he said too much, but uh, uh, they are applauding the efforts of the uh, comfort ship and the building of the Javits Center Field Hospital in New York in a matter of a week by the Corps of Engineers. He's one of the bad guys that did a lot of the ground foundation work here decades ago. Jacob Javits, senator out of New York. Yeah. Jew bastard. Daryl, did we get you back on with us? It says you're back on with us. Well, now you're gone. Okay, well, listen, it, uh, you know. Now I don't know. I, they've got they've got Skype's is screwed up. You can't even do Skype to Skype conversations. I mean, this is Microsoft, okay? Uh, so I called Daryl. It looked like he was back on and joined us, and now he left. So I don't know if he's going to try and call back in on the phone. Daryl, I invite you to call back in. We'll just get you on the phone and leave it that way. Because, oh well, hey man, if if if. if I guess aggravated with these people and what they've done to this absolutely wonderful. This was a wonderful piece of software before they got their hands on it. Okay? Yeah, let's fix it. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not talking out of school here. I've used it since 2006 when it was in a beta stage, okay? 
And it really was. The conversations were not anywhere near like they are quality-wise now. But at least we could have a conversation most of the time. Here it seems you can't, and it never does what it says it's going to do. I think Daryl's uh, back with us. Daryl, Dwayne, or Bruce, or whoever the hell you are. Well, hey, everybody Darryl. knows me. Right, let's let's Every, get that everybody. straight. We know who you are. You're Bigfoot, and I saw the commercial. Hi, my name's yeah. Daryl. <laughs> my name's Daryl. Yeah. Well, my uh, my my handle that everybody in the going forward will recognize me by will be Daryl Wayne. So oh. there's there's the rest of the name. It's Daryl Wayne. Ooh. Wayne. Okay. Uh, not to be confused with Bruce Wayne. Uh-uh. So, uh, yeah, or 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 Wayne, <laughs> or in between. So, uh, well, you've been well, MIA. Here we are. You've been MIA a few days. You had company in town, right? Had some company and been doing some traveling. Ooh, ooh. and uh, and uh, so uh, yeah, I've been, uh, but I've, I've been keeping. Uh, I've been keeping alert, and uh, <clears throat> so it's very interesting. Uh, excellent. Uh, I was able to catch part of the show yesterday on the way to Atlanta at the airport. I picked it up on my on my stupid phone, and uh, it was a great, uh, great uh, uh, interview or uh, of casting uh, that guy talking Sock. about the viruses i, I think john maybe dug him up dr sock i think yeah, yeah john did sharp. A good thing. he's a sharp looking guy too because yeah. he's got him on camera in that segment you know oh, okay all right very good so uh, i'm i'm gonna i tried to uh show share yesterday's show it's not showing as being uploaded I, yet on uh, cast box it, it hadn't been uploaded yet i'll get it up there today along with okay. this one i'm negligent i yeah i i, I mea culpa yeah, he was very uh, this guy for, for the part that I heard. He was extremely coherent and put things in a very appropriate context, and uh, and he was very professional. And uh, this is that that sort of information, along with uh, what I just sent you, and I guess Katya sent you too. It's a little twelve-minute uh, video video cast of a guy out of Australia, and he he does a lot of the same things, but he does it. With a lot of humor, <laughs> which is very important at these times, it is. to have it is. humor. Yep. And and uh, yeah, so a little bit of sugar uh, makes the vinegar. But there's little sugar yeah, makes the vinegar. There's there's, there's, a, there's a lot of we're becoming more and more in, in our personal lives of people that are starting to wail and gnash their teeth, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. wailing and gnashing of teeth. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've already got my, my pat question set up for him. And, uh, my, my, my question is going to be, well, uh, I'm sorry. What, what are you doing here? You know, I'll ask my, my Christian friends, well, what, what are you doing here? And they'll say, well, what do you mean, Daryl, Daryl Wayne? I'll say, well, did you miss your flight? Well, well, what what flight was I supposed to be on, Daryl? Well, you were going to get raptured because you you aren't going to experience any tribulation. Did did you miss your flight? You missed your ticket. Well, uh, wait a minute. There must be a yeah. You must. There must be a mistake. Uh, call up and see if you can get rebooked. There, there's obviously a mistake here because uh, you live in the spirit and and serve the Lord and you're saved. So what are you doing here? 
Okay, now this is harsh, but listen, kids, time to take the gloves off. You know, we've been saying for years here that underneath, uh, you know, you're, you're living with the velvet glove of tyranny on you, and you go, well, I don't feel it. Well, that's because it's velvet, silly. Well, little did I know, I was wrong. Roger, I was wrong. Chris, I, I, I messed up. I thought there was an iron fist under the glove. I didn't know it was a latex glove. So, uh, there's a hypodermic hey, hey, there, there's a hypodermic needle under that velvet glove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, you know, uh, so uh, you know, I, I was I was I had a friend here, and I was sharing I was sharing some information from a uh, sort of a uh, you know interesting perspective, and. Uh, uh, I, I did some I did some Frank Zappa quoting. You know Frank Zappa. If yeah. our audience probably uh, understands. Yeah. Well, Frank Frank Zappa Frank Zappa was uh, had an opinion on the the makeup of the universe, and he says you know the universe is five percent electron, five percent proton, five percent neutron, and eighty five percent moron. <laughs> 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 That's good. I'll tell you, I remember another one of his. I, yeah. I saw Mike Maloney use one the other day. It was pretty good. I almost snipped it, and I didn't. But the one that comes to mind from the music business days was, you want to see how stupid this guy was? Don't eat the yellow snow. <laughs> well, uh, Watch out. you know, I... He's good. I, <laughs> I, I remember... Uh, I remember back in a couple of years ago here. Now it's been a couple of years, Roger, and we were all sitting in the Chinese buffet, and I was surrounded by a bunch of really wonderful people who I sincerely share that opinion. And uh, and uh, but I was making some pretty uh, pretty uh, strange announcements uh, sitting there with some of the peoples around me, and I'm saying I'm I'm just looking forward to the day my friend Suffering shows up. I, I have a friend; his name is Suffering. And it was like, what? What are you talking about? I said, well, yeah. It, I said, don't you understand? The only thing that really actually changes human behavior is personal suffering. True. Very. And true. when you've suffered enough, you will change your behavior. No pain, no gain. Every Very al- true statement. Every alcoholic, every alcoholic, drug addict knows that. Yeah. But what if you're addicted to lifestyle? What if you're addicted to pretense what if you're addicted addicted to your ego what if you're addicted to all these other things that uh you can uh poo poo away okay what, what what if you're addicted to those well you're going to have to suffer yourself a little bit and after you've done that what if after you've suffered yourself a little bit you could go withdrawal you're going through withdrawal now and uh, on the other side of that is recovery. Well, no, there's no. <laughs> let me ask you a question. What about if you're addicted to your psychopathy? There, there, there ain't. Well, there is that, no remedy. Well, well you'll you have be, to live through this. Yeah, there may be one. You, you have to live through the neurosis. I, I, I coined that. I, I was driving, driving along with uh, Miss Maggie, my dog, and uh, Grandma, which is I, I named my new car Grandma. Because it's a it's a Mercury Marquee, <laughs> and uh, which so I call it Grandma. And uh, anyway, we're driving along, and I go, well, what's going on here? We have the we have the hip hip hypnosis psychosis, 
and uh, everybody's being hypnotized now and uh, st- existing mm-hmm. in a state of psychosis. Mm-hmm. And the uh, uh, and this is you know neurosis and psychopathy, and uh, you know you can recover from these things. Uh, uh, not everybody, but it, you can. And uh, so this is a this is a time of cleansing. There is a real virus, and it's been in your mind. And uh, so uh, you, there will be a fever, and you you you'll your body, if you have the spirit, will will cleanse this. Uh, and uh, but this is the real virus. It's the mind virus. Yep. That's everybody's been infected with. It is. So, uh, anyway. Kay, uh, Kay's trying to check in with us. I think I've called her back. <laughs> Let's see if she's going to join us or not. There, I think she popped right in. Hey, Miss Kay. Como estas esta mañana en la mañana? Como estas? Hey, I have to put some input in here, if you would allow me to. Please. Of course. I, I disagree. Uh-oh. And I want to... Voice my disagreement. Controversy. Controversy on the radio ranch. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) Okay, my disagreement. There are many people who have not done a lot wrong. There are families who have struggled for years to build their businesses, their mom-and-pop businesses, their small business. They are going to lose them to the Greek bankers who are going to have Buy them up on pennies on the dollar, and these people are yep. going to lose it. That's correct. And they're going to lose their, they're going to lose their business. They're going to lose their families. They could be uh, hungry out on the streets, and I have empathy for I that. Do. Well, we do too, I, Kay. I got a lot of empathy I for did. them. I've been trying to reach them for over ten years. Okay, and if yeah. they've gone through their lives and they haven't seen things like what happened in 2008 and all the other myriad and litany to 9-11 and all that, and they didn't start asking questions and looking for answers so they could find out what was going on and make decisions, well, I'm sorry. I feel bad for them, but that was their decision. Okay, now, I just want to add, a lot of people have not heard this message. And a lot of people have not done anything wrong. They have believed in the system. And I'm, I'm sorry, I don't believe in the system. But what is going to happen is happening for the banker's benefit. And there are better ways to do this so that people don't suffer. Communism is coming in here. It's here. When they start closing churches, you know that communism is here. Well, we better have a look and see historically what followed closing those churches in Russia and China, because it was not nice. You know, we have uh, over 250 million people in the last century alone, not including wars, that were killed yep. by their own government. Yep. And, and it followed the closing of, of churches. I do not want to see that. Well, none of I us do, Kay. But yet, you see, that's, well, you know, this is the whole thrust of of my teaching. See, this comes back to personal responsibility. And I mean, look, I've been, I've been wringing my hands about those people that either I couldn't reach or wouldn't listen for 10 years. Where's the echo coming from? Roger, Roger, Roger. All I'm saying is that I think that the, 
evil forces are out there going, hey, well, these people deserve it, or hey, you know, let's just wake people up. No, a lot of people are not going to wake up because of this, and they're going to suffer, and I personally disagree that this is the right thing to do. I want to say that. (laughs) They have intentionally set it up so those people wouldn't listen. That's that whole thing that Yuri Brezhnikov or whoever that KGB defector was back in the 80s that said this is a four-step plan. When I came over from Russia to the U.S., I couldn't believe how well it had been instituted. And when you get to the third stage of that plan, people can put cold, stone-cold facts in front of you, and you can't recognize it. I'm sorry for those people that are susceptible to that. The good book tells me they have not a love of the truth. Okay. I just still do not think that we should say that this coming problem and the the death and the destruction, I'm not afraid of the virus. What I'm afraid of is the government. But I do not think that this coming, and I hope it doesn't come, but this this thing that could happen where people lose everything, that it's is coming. not a good thing. Well, it's not everybody's. Not going to, everybody's not going to lose everything. Some yeah, people are. Some people are. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I, I mean, listen, I don't know. I've been standing on the rooftops with a megaphone for over 10 years, Meg, okay? And I... I've expended all of my energy and a lot of my, some of my treasure in putting this out there. And I can't help it if those people, I've had so many of them turn away from me when the facts are put in front of them and call me ugly names. I got no empathy for those people. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sit and wring my hands about them. Okay. I see either Roger, but there's a lot of very good people out there. Well, very good people that sorry. are going to most will live paycheck to paycheck. You know, are right. they going to well, be able to answer to? No. Hey, Kay. Yeah, Kay. they're going to suffer some consequences. But whose fault is it? I, well, I don't. All I'm saying is that in the rush to raise a family, put food on the table, make sure everything is going on, keep your kids going, People don't always have the time to look okay. out and research. Okay. It, the okay. system's and designed like that. We understand it. We talk about that. Yes. Well, I, all I'm saying is I cannot rejoice over this well, I, and say that I'm not rejoicing okay. because I tell you, who's going to win in all this as a banker? Try, try and talk to her, Daryl. Try, try, try and talk to her, Daryl. Well, I... I uh, I, I can't find a, a in in my spirit and uh, in the in the overarching context, Kay, of what I'm trying to communicate here is not is not celebration. It's not a celebration. Uh, sometimes, uh, maybe sometimes the way I I, uh, I state things and the uh, the irony and the cynicism of it is is uh, uh, maybe not palatable to some ears. It's it's not to ridicule the victims. It's to give them uh, a, a perspective of the context of what is actually going on, uh, not only in the physical but the spiritual. This is where the rubber hits the road. And by the way, this is this has all been prophesized and forecast. It's been forecast by man and prophesied by the Lord. 
and his son. Okay, so for for all these people, it, it was said in these times that woe be to you uh, that were a, had a child and suck. Okay, uh, it said it was said to the the maidens to did you have oil in your lamp? And this time was always this time has always been in the minds of people. Uh, that even understood this part of the message to be in the future and on the other side in a time that they wouldn't experience because of their tribulation, they wouldn't have to experience this. All I'm doing is highlighting the deception and fraud that has been perpetrated on the people. And, oh, by the way, there's a different way. There's a different way in the form of the Spirit and how you worship our Father and our, our Lord and Savior. And there's also a different way under which you can live under the law. But now we have swallowed a poison. It has caused a great sickness. And we have to either vomit it out, pass it through, or we will die. And uh, these are are going to be hard times. There are going to be hard times, and it's going to take strong people, men and women, who actually have a message that goes forward and outside of this system. And uh, so, listen, I, I take no joy in any of this. And uh, I don't have a sense of shade and fruit or, or the chickens come home roost on the people. I have serious issues concerning justice, and it's not, not against the victims. But until we identify that, we, that each and every, absolutely each and every one of us at some point and to some degree in our lives and continue to be compliant, complacent, or complicit, we must, we must shed this. And we can't we can't pussyfoot around about it anymore. All right. And the only way I, I'm here to help people, not only in, in some of the things we try to say, but also physically for my family and my friends. And I, I'm surrounded by any number of people who have looked at me and said, oh, yeah, you weren't crazy, were you? Well, now we have we have a, our families are to, to the degree we can. OK, we have oil in our lamp. And and I'm not here to take away from the people that are already being taken away from, but I want to show you there's a different way. And uh, so, you know, if if I sound insensitive, uh, I assure you, uh, it's it's my error in the way that uh, I've been interpreted, maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I take no I take no joy in any of this. I, I do take I, I do want to stick the finger in the eye of the perpetrators, though. Yes. Okay. And. Uh, I, I do want to. I do want to fill and double their cup of the poison that they've put out. I, I do want to do these things, and uh, I do this with the, the spirit and the faith and, the, and serving the will, the will of my Father. I pray for His will every day, not mine. Uh, and the uh, uh, so we must pass through the sickness, uh, but the sickness isn't the coronavirus. The sickness is the sickness of the spirit. So. Let me, uh, let me bring an interesting... And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Kay. I just want to thank Kay, you for, yes, for that. I want to thank her, too. Let me see if I can bring this into a bigger context. Could this be this difference we've been talking about between men and women? And see, here's Kay, obviously female, a grandmother, who's got this great uh, umbrella of empathy for everybody out there who's, in some instances, they're in their position because of their own actions and decisions, okay? Now... Here's the male side. I've got empathy. I expend a lot of my day and life for many years trying to reach people that will listen like Kay. 
okay, and touch them and see if I can wake them up and separate them from those other people that are under the umbrella. So, Kay, I've only got a limited amount of effort, empathy, and stuff to spread around. Should I try and give it to those that don't listen and waste my time with them where I could be out trying to touch and further educate and enlighten other people that are supposed to know? Which am I supposed to do? Expend myself on people that wouldn't listen? These are almost biblical uh, uh, ways of looking at things. Some of the biblical characters had these same decisions. I understand that. I'm just looking at friends that I have who are really going to suffer, and I do not want them to suffer. I have friends. I'm not, I've never been uh, very well-to-do financially, and I have a lot of friends who are not very well-to-do financially, and they're going to suffer. And I Your really call has been forwarded. Automatic voice message I, system seven zero excuse six me. two eight zero four seven. I was trying to get Mr. Shram. He's calling back. Tom, what? I'm gonna you got I right, listen, Tom's listening. I can't merge you in. I've gotta call you back. Answer the phone when it rings. Please. Go ahead, whoever Can was I talking. That's me, Kay. I, I just wanted to also thank Daryl. You really explained that well, Daryl. Thank you. There you go. Am I still there? Oh, yeah, you're here, sweetie. And I think. Okay. Tom, do you hear that? Three is not available. I can't patch you in, man. When 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 it, you don't answer, it doesn't ring, or whatever the problem is. So I'll try again. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I did manage to get my mute off, and uh, I appreciate that because uh, I, I always so much uh, appreciate when you call in and uh, everybody else and and uh, Roger's Forum that allows us to, to have these real heart-to-heart and uh, very o- over very serious issues. So I'll get off now. <laughs> they are. They're very serious issues. I'll get off, too, and let other people call. I just I had to call in and say something. I... I know I have a friend who just had to let go of a lot of people, and she cried. She's still crying sure. over it. Listen, we're going you know, in. It, it is, go back and go to YouTube and put the Great Depression in and go back and look at some of those videos and realize that what's coming is exponentially worse than that. Yes. Yes, I see that. I do see it. And okay. I... I, I, I I even cry. I've been, you know, I've had to go back and forth, you know, because, you know, watching grandchildren is essential. Sure. And um, the lack of people on the road has made me cry. Well, okay, okay, get a tough skin, baby, because there's a lot of tears left to cry ahead. I know, I know. Anyway, I'll get off. I'll let other people come on. I just have to say that. I'm not happy about talking. There's a better way to wake people up. There really no, is. Well, if, please, to, oh, please oh, tell oh, oh. To, the, tell us what it is, Kay, because I've tried every damn thing for almost 30 years now, and I ain't found a key yet. Well, you know, I've passed out all those books that I bought from you. I've passed them all out, and I wanted, I need to buy more, so you need to send me where I can purchase your book. Well, uh, that okay, that's a horse of another discussion, but... Uh, I'll do that. Um, it's unfortunate to give it to people. They can't, they won't read it. You know, I mean, I've done that. I gave one of the only five copies I had in Argentina to an attorney 
that I met down in, in Buenos Aires was staying in the same house I was in. And he and I, after arguing about it for uh, about two weeks, he wouldn't even listen or try to, to internalize anything I was trying to sell, tell him. He was just trying to be a defense attorney and knock out every argument I had with specious bull crap responses so uh i've been through all these things and that's why i concentrate on you guys i tell you on the air here very often how much you mean to me and how special you are and you see i don't believe you guys understand why and how okay but you get out there and start talking to people about this you'll understand it there's just a small amount of people that are supposed to know why that is ask the big guy i don't know uh, but Kay, we sure appreciate you being out there, and I appreciate you calling in and and, and getting us this line of discussion. Okay. Okay. Because it, it's <laughs> important. Right, I mean, it. it's important to differentiate these things. Okay. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, it sounds like we're celebrating what's coming, and, and I can't do that. I can't go there. Well, I, it and let, I won't. Let, you know, it's something I've been waiting for for almost twenty. Oh, almost 29 years so from a standpoint of whew, it's finally here that is uh, whatever label you want to put on it i'm sorry for the people that are going to suffer i've been trying to help them for almost 30 years and most of them won't listen okay so i can't help that i can help the folks like the ones that are here on the line and that listen to these shows regularly and we can go out there and help those folks they want to learn they're looking to make right decisions and understand how the world works and get back in to some sort of a biblical way of living their lives and we can help them do that but the others that totally just uh, uh turn their back on you and call you ugly names uh, i'm sorry but go on and get your fate okay Thank you. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to sign off now. Go see the grandkids. <laughs> Go take care of the grandkids. That's very important duty. We'll see you, Kay. We sure love you, girl, and thank you checking in. Also, Mr. Shram, I think we've actually got him on the line, and uh, we don't hear from him too often. Hey, Thomas, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Hey, brethren. I'm just hanging out here in my bus listening to y'all and, you know, kicking my antennas up, and had to. I had to join in the conversation because I believe at least that there's a strong spiritual aspect and biblical truth to this that, you know, what are we going to do about it? Well, I got, you know, I, I think the word sort of just tells you, it says, if my people, that's what the, the few of us, like you're talking about, Roger, who are called by name, my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear their prayers and forgive their sins and heal their land. Well, a lot of these good people that Kay's talking about, you know, that that the thing is, is they're so connected to, because going along with evil is evil, okay? And then ignorance is not really a good excuse of that. And, you know, it says what these people will be doing. It says God will send them. It's not the devil. God will send them a strong delusion that they would believe a lie, that they all might be damned because they don't like the truth and have pleasure in their unrighteousness. Okay, well, you know, a, a, there, a lot of these businesses 
rely on the fraud. You know, that which is crooked cannot be made straight. It has to be torn down and done correctly. And what I don't hear in a lot of this is repentance, which is turning from their wicked ways, is being sorry for not for doing wrong and not doing it anymore. And, you know, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Okay, Tom, well, going along with their... Yeah, go ahead. Because I know that you've prophesied this message out for many years, and many of us have. Yeah. All right, let me ask a question here. Where's the where's the echo where's coming the, from? Where's the echo coming from? Somebody's got a radio Somebody's or something on in the background. Because it's real irritating. It's so, real irritating. Um, can we please try and get rid of the echo? See, everything's coming in loud and clear to me. I don't hear an echo. I don't think it's me, is it? Oh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm, I mean, I'm in a silent, yeah, yeah. I'm in a silent okay. environment. Well, on let, the let, all right, listen, then I'm going to try and get this across, and then I'm going to shut up, and we'll see about the echo, maybe if it's just coming with me or whatever. How many times have you been out talking to somebody and put this in front of them, and they say, that and doesn't matter. Say, I'm going to be raptured out of, here. out of here. Oh, that's, you know, I mean, that's the strong delusion, you know, and, and that's where the wailing and the gnashing of teeth that they're always talking about is going to come in, that they thought that they were going to fly away because they were good people and didn't do anything wrong and, you know, don't want to hear about, you know, they keep to themselves teachers having itching ears like the media and their pastors at church and their 501c3 corporations, you know, and they heap into themselves treasures, okay, and ignoring there's where the evil triumphs. And, you know, I mean, that's I mean, when good men do nothing. You know, and, if, you're, and, sitting, if yeah. you're sitting in front of somebody in that, that situation I just set up, and they're telling you, well, it doesn't matter, I'm waiting for the rapture, I didn't send them that message. No, it's good. No, that's true. You know, like I say, God sent them the strong delusion that they he they, they had they got a teacher having itching ears. That's one thing I noticed that has all things in common that that they use. You know, pieces of the word to give themselves uh, solace that everything's okay. They're doing everything right. You know, and one of them is don't worry about it. We're all going to get raptured out of here. Then there's the praetorists that goes, oh, the great tribulation, that happened in 70 AD. And then there's the Seventh-day Adventists where I go to church. They go, oh, well, we're still in, in probation period because they haven't passed the Sunday law where the government's going to make everybody worship on Sundays. So we don't have to worry about any trouble or because you know, we're doing the right thing by worshiping on Saturday or whatever. But every one of them has a doctrine that... Oh, no one knows the day or the hours, another one that they use. But I'm just saying that, you know, because I hang around those people because God told me to. And, and then, it, you know, in, in Ezekiel, my jo my only job is to sow the seed and get, you know, what God showed it, the Holy Spirit told me to get to the pastors of the flock and give them warning. Okay. And for the most part, I do that. And, you know, and I do it gently and I do it over time, not because I think I'm going to get a great result, but because I sow the seed. And then, you know, one thing is with this Corona thing, 
I've got people I sowed seeds 20 years ago calling me asking right. me, what do you think going on? That's right. You know, the reason and, you do it, so, Tom, yeah. the reason you do it is because it's your duty. That's right. It's because the Watchman on the Wall parody says if you see a danger coming and you don't tell them, that's when the blood's on your hands, Kay. Now listen, Kay. I want Kay to listen here. It's when you don't tell them that the blood's on your hands. If you tell them and they don't listen, the blood's on their hands. Yep, and in that same word, that's in Ezekiel 3, that you're, you're just saying the word of God, and it says, hey, they won't hearken unto you because they don't hearken unto me, is what, is what it says right after that. Roger says, hey, but your job's just to give them the message and then let the seed sow, and then if it falls on good ground, okay? Otherwise, you know, like it says in Hosea, he had the same job. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you, and this is God talking, and forget your children. Okay, well, we're the forgotten children because we we were destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And then we didn't we got bribed with all the stuff and all the free loans and big houses and all that stuff. Okay, well, yeah, that's a crooked path. Thirteen felonies of fraud when you get a mortgage or a credit card or all of those things. Okay, so well, that in God's mind is sort of ill-gotten gains. I would think I don't know, but but all I'm saying is is that. The chickens are coming home to roost, and the answer is, you know, humble yourself, turn from the wicked ways. If you, you know, hey, if you got to walk away. See, one thing that happened with me 20 years ago was I realized fraud and usury ain't no firm foundation to build your house on. Yep. Okay? So I said, I will never go sign another because I know I'm not really borrowing money. I'm just signing myself and my future labor over to a bunch of banksters, you know, so, so I can't do that. So I've lived humbly, but I've never been so free and never been so rich is that I didn't know nobody nothing. Yeah. So any rate, uh, I just had, uh, you know, my heart's crying out. Yeah, go ahead. You said that the, the, the question, the thing is the chickens are coming home to roost is the answer, right? Well, the question is, do you have a roost you're going to come home to? You can come to, that's exactly right. Or which one, you know, because, you know, who's going to be your grantor of dominion over stuff? Because right now, you know, well, you know, the, the consequences that are in like Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy, it's because they're if and then, you know, if you follow the, you know, if you do what I called you to do is be an example for me and live your life that way and have compassion and empathy on others. Don't get involved with fraud and usury. Don't do the, yeah. Okay. Well, if you do, here's what's going to happen. I'll point over you terror. You know, the alien that is among you will go higher and higher and you will go lower and lower and he will lend to you and you won't lend to him and he'll be the head and you'll be the tail. Well, to me, that's what's happening right here, huh? Yep. And so, you know, it is a day, but, but, but what, what, what are we rejoicing in? We're rejoicing in correction. Yes. Amen. You know, but, but amen. Yeah. And, and correction involves pain because people don't like to correct. You know, they got, that's why in, in, you know, in Psalms it says, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Okay, well, what's a rod do? 
you know, and then the staff grabs you by the neck and makes you go a different way, right? So, and they comfort, you know, it's, it's you painful, wanna, but. You want to see what a rod yeah. does? You want to see what a rod <laughs> does? Get some of the videos that are on Twitter about what's going on over in India. And you'll see a rod in action because every one of those cops carries a big, thick thing of bamboo, and they'll whap you with it in a heartbeat if you don't do what they want. Well, if you're a spiritual man, it com- it comforts you because he chastens the ones he loves. You know, I mean, so so it comforts you. And then the the ones that don't have a spiritual walk, there's where the wailing and the gnashing of teeth mm-hmm. because they believed in the stuff. They believed in their own head that they were going to be a god and do what they're, you know. It says in the last book of Judges, it says, in those days, there was no king in Israel, and everybody did that which was right in his own mind. And, you know, I mean, and that's about what we got here with a bunch of bar attorneys telling you what right is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyway, I, I just well, had to call and, and, and you know, back Kay, up with you guys. Okay, I was saying the people that have businesses that have had to feed their families and all that stuff, and I understand that. We all do. Well, why didn't in all those years they ever ask a question about the debt monetary system or the usury or the interest or the the the, the, the sacks that are on their back that they got to carry that yeah. are theirs? Okay. Well, Roger. E. The, uh, the 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 federal re- the federal reserve system, the fractional reserve system, has just turned into the fictional reserve system. <laughs> well, and, uh, I, I, hey, Tommy, Tommy, Daryl, yeah, can, yes, can you I put do. your phone on mute? Hey, brother, can, yes. can you put your phone on mute for just sure. uh, five seconds and or, see if it doesn't sure, stop this echo? Okay, yes, hang on. Okay, and I'll bet it does, and it's gone. Okay. All right, Tom, you're going to have to raise your hand to to interject, but the echo was coming from you for some reason. You know, I don't know why. Is it back again now? No. No, because I took my headphones out of the phone, so is it better now? Yes, much better. It is. Yeah. Sometimes those headphones have feedback loop on them. They might have not one ear good good bud in your ears or something. Anyway, it's corrected. Let me uh, go over to Samuel. He's called two or three times, so I know he's got something to say. Hey, Samuel. Hi. I uh, I recalled because I wanted to make sure I wasn't part of that echo because uh, sometimes before I call in, I I have it on Bluetooth, and I I did I wasn't sure, so I redid it. That's the reason I called back. Okay. Anyways, um, I think we're in judgment. I mean. You can ignore. Ignore is, is is not ignorance. It's to ignore. We have a society have ignored all of this crap for how long? Everything long from the Civil War forward. I mean, every this this government has hoaxed us on the Spanish American War, World War One, World War Two. Korea. Then we start to get it. In, then we start getting it internally. We're, we're out robbing and stealing from everybody else, but now we get Waco, Oklahoma City, 9-11. Now we got the coronavirus. We're, Thomas Aquinas said something to the effect that anger against wrongdoing brings on justice. And we need to see some justice in this land or it's over. Well, how about we need to see some righteous anger? 
We see plenty of anger, sure. but it ain't righteous anger. Okay. No, it's like when I got when I got raided was right after Waco, and I was really PO'd at Waco. But I here's a deadly force on me for some kind of a misdemeanor. You know, I got nine cops with nine millimeters of my face. I'm drinking my first cup of coffee in the morning, right? And I, I thought about it a lot. I said, "Where's my neighborhood? Where's my people coming to my defense?" Nobody would because they're either afraid of these people, That's right, or they didn't believe it, or like, even my parents didn't believe it. Like I said about the German thinking, you know, the authorities are always right, and Correct. that stupid quote, it, it's a the Bible they always use about supporting the, those people put in power. Romans well, 13. damn it, if they're breaking the rules, how can you support them? Right. I mean, uh, it's just it's craziness. Yep, well, that's because they've used fraud to set it up, and they enforce it with fear and intimidation, and it works like a snap. Have you noticed? Hey, Terrence. Got you through today, buddy. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, letting me in. I uh, want to say hi to Bigfoot. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Terrence, for the audience now, Terrence mentioned that last week, and it was out of the clear blue, and then he sent Daryl and I. He went out and dug up a copy. It was a progressive, progressive insurance uh, or progressive something uh, commercial, and it was really funny, man. I like the end of it. I like the the, the whole uh, uh, point of it was uh, Bigfoot wanted to be noticed. And it's kind of like you and your show and everyone here. We, we want to be noticed. And nobody really notices us. And that, at the end, it was a, a second clip where uh, Bigfoot says, well, I got a, uh, I wrote a screenplay. Would you like to read it? And Phil says, well, I don't have time. Right. So, and, and it, that commercial really relates. Well, it's interesting. To you, Roger, in your book, in this show, it really does. It's, how yeah, you're I, trying to get it out there. I would not thought about it, but you're absolutely correct in that. And it's very interesting that he had wanted to be noticed, like you said. And what they do? They came up with an ugly name for him. Hey, Bigfoot conspiracy <laughs> theorist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, that was I, good. And uh, I hope, uh, uh, hope Daryl enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, I'm... Uh... <clears throat> I'm, I'm I'm looking. I actually I don't think I've seen the whole thing yet, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. But I have a I have a I'd like to interject on the, on the quarter of the hour here another another Frank Zappa. I, I, I want to zap everybody with a Zappa here. And here's a here's a quote for him from him here. He says, "I'm vile and perverted. I'm obsessed and deranged. I've existed for years, but very little has changed." I'm the tool of the government and industry, too, for I'm destined to rule and regulate you. You may think I'm pernicious, but you can't look away. I'll make you think I'm delicious with the stuff that I say. I'm the best you can get. Have you guessed me out yet? I'm the slime oozing out of your TV set. Mm. I'll tell you, he, he had a way with words. A little Dr. Seuss he? in there too. Yeah, a little, a little Dr. Seuss there too, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, Daryl, and he, 
And he was a sober man, yes. And, you know, Chris, I'll get to you in just a second, but this flashes back thinking of Zappa and going all the way back to the 1960s and the fact through the music that we were trying to warn people. We didn't really know what we were warning them about, but you remember that song, Something Happening Here, What It Is Ain't Exactly Clear. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I've got to beware. That was a group called Buffalo Springfield. It was in the early days of that 60s revolution, yeah. kids. So, for what uh, it's worth. Here's a, I don't know if you're aware of this. I don't, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Probably some of you are. But this uh, pastor in southern Florida named yes. Rodney Brown. Yes. Uh, he, was, he was arrested yesterday and uh, put in a slam. And then they had a, a DA and a, count, a sheriff come out and... Uh, you know, justify all their actions and lecture all the underlings, uh, and they they had a they had another uh, compliant pastor in the background to support their um, their interpretation of scripture, <laughs> and uh, so uh, the uh, the persecution and repression of Christianity is on full display right there. And by the way, it was a, it was it was a really a kind of a, a trifecta there. You know, that was the. Uh, uh, scripture, the Constitution, and uh, and the Bill of Rights, all right there, right there. Um, for those all of you, you didn't and, give the background. The, this pastor in Florida was arrested yeah. because he allowed his church to hold services last Sunday. When I saw that, I snipped it and sent it to Brent Winters first thing. Okay, we're here. Yeah, now, yeah, if yeah. there's anything that's well, symbolized at the point we're at, that's it right there, that story. And I meant to mention it, and I'm damn glad you brought it up. Thank you, Daryl. Oh, you're welcome. It's, uh, it, this is just a, another, another foretelling. It was a harbinger. Uh, the, the prophecy, yeah, the prophecy is, is real. And uh, we, are, we, are in that, uh, we are in that wave. The, uh, the people that... Uh, we're hanging their hat, hanging their hat on the reprieve of Donald Trump. Well, I, I think you can. The evidence shows me anyway. Everybody can reach their own conclusions, but the evidence shows me that uh, your reprieve is over. So, plan accordingly. Well, you got all kinds of stuff happening, you know, across the country. To that you you mentioned the word harbinger, very good word. Uh, many states, some states anyway, are closing down the gun stores, but they're leaving the liquor and the marijuana stores open uh, as essential businesses. Uh, you've got businesses from coast to coast, from what I understand from the headlines, that are starting to board up their businesses expecting social unrest, uh, civil unrest. Well, uh, you know, I've been down here in South America for over 10 years, okay? And let me tell you. Yeah. That when these people, uh, when the businesses aren't open, they make those boards on a window look look cheesy because they all got real expensive gates and things they put over and pull down and all that. And that's just to go to lunch. Okay. So when they're going yeah. to lunch at noon, they put all that down. Four hours later, they come back and they pull it all back up. Okay. This has been going on for a long time down here. But, boy, up there, when I saw that headline last night in the picture, uh, uh, I can, you know, listen, folks, know what's coming. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, I, I guess, obviously, and, and I, I base this on the evidence and facts that you can all go find right now if you, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but I, I guess pornography is essential business. 
Yes. And and uh, and we we have uh, this is an essential business, and you can you can do it while you're quarantined and and sheltering at home. And uh, this is the same this is the same strategy, uh, part and parcel. This is exactly the same tactic, part of the strategy that the uh, the uh, synagogue of Satan, uh, Israel, the nation state, uh, imposed upon the, the peoples of uh, Palestine and Ramallah. After they locked them down, they took over. They take over the uh, broadcasting and uh, the TV stations, and they they play uh, free pornography twenty four seven for the benefit of the Palestinian people. Wait a minute, it's not for your Pornhub. benefit. Okay, it's so that it's so that you continue to degrade, degrade, and addict your mind to uh, 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 their, the the uh, uh, whatever this is, this degeneracy, uh, part of their business plan. So. Uh, if if you're if you're a man, woman, young man, child, or whoever you are, and you, you catch your you catch your uh, catch yourself or anybody else involved in this pornography, well, uh, uh, break the computer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So let me uh, see. We're trying to get Lauren. Anyway. Lauren, our good uh, friend Lauren. There'd be two female calls in one day. We're trying to get back to her here in a second. Maybe she'll pop in. Uh, good hey, morning. There she is. Hey, Lauren. Hello. Hi, hi. Um, I just wanted to let you know um, about waking people up. A lot of people, now I work in a grocery store, so I'm dealing with a lot of the public, and a lot of people have been asking me, what do you think? And I say to them, well, who benefits? Anytime you see a situation like this, who benefits? And one man said, the grocery stores? I said, well, a little higher up the food chain. I said, whose only product is debt? And he goes, the Federal Reserve? I said, there you go. I said, now, what are they bantering about in Congress right now? A two-point-something trillion-dollar stimulus package. Well, how many people in this country do you think really understand where that money's coming from? They don't flat out say, well, we're taking a nice big loan from the Federal Reserve to help you out with this event that we manufactured. I said, now, times that by how many nations have they shut down? That's a big loan. Man, they just made a a good sale. That was a good sale. They're set for a while now. I said, that's what this is all about. The banking industry was very close to implosion. And I must not be the only one teaching people this, because if you've been following Mike Maloney here for the past five or six days, at the end of every single one of his presentations, he says, and I'd like to welcome the 1,000 new subscribers. One night it was, I'd like to welcome the 2,000 new subscribers. So just in the past couple of Last, days, he, Lauren, he's gotten what? I, meant, I meant to mention that. I noticed it, too, and last night's was 2,900 new subscribers. He's getting wow. between 1,000 and 3,000 new subscribers a day on that daily video deal. So isn't that fantastic? Yes, it's fantastic. I was fantastic. very elated about it, yes, and I'm really glad you brought yeah. it up because yeah. I had noted it and, and, you know, wanted to talk about it on the program. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And Lauren. you're welcome. Uh, hey, uh-huh. Lauren. Daryl here. Uh, thank you. Uh-huh. Hi. Thank you so much. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for uh, <clears throat> segueing into that because follow, following right up on what you said and what you're saying is uh, something that came into my mind this morning when I was standing at my machine here working. And it was uh, after you, like what you just said. The, the, what, what 
what's happening is they're foreclosing on the U.S. collateral. That's right. As far as this this nation goes, they're they're foreclosing on the U.S. collateral, and what is happening? There's only one. There's only one entity that can buy all the stock market and all the bonds. They're buying all the real material and the stock market, and they're buying all the debt. Well, that there's right there. This is your what this is called is the new underworld order. It's a I consolidation. Call it the, the new underworld order. It's a consolidation. Yeah. Which you also mentioned, they're buying all of the bonds, all the mortgage bonds, anything anybody's got to sell this junk paper. They're absorbing. Why are they doing that? Why have they been having stock buybacks? Why did they change the stock they buyback own it. law twenty years ago with Clinton or whoever? And they've been buying back all their stocks because now they're going to own and control everything and all the businesses well, that Kay was talking about that had struggled the, the backbone of this country small business and a lot of them are going to go out of business and that business is going to be taken over by some cartel member <laughs> and, and when well, you and when you the individual take their 1500 or 2000 or 3000 dollars they will have the presumption of effectively owning you. Yeah. Did you see that little cartoon that was on the Mike Maloney? I'll bet you saw it. You might not have. You didn't see the one last night, Lauren. But it showed no. the, the picture of, you know, the founders in the room. And, and, and it says, give, oh, me, yes. give me liberty yes. or give me $1,200. $1,200. Yeah. Well, I've also, I've also been able to teach a lot of young people because they're out of school now. So... I think, really, um, there's, you know, every time they pull something like this, there's unintended consequences. Yes, yes. And the unintended consequence is children are now home with their parents. Correct. Their parents are seeing <laughs> what, what they're being taught. So, because I, I talk about this with, with a lot of my other customers who know that this is nothing but a big farce, and I, and I said, you know, I think what's going to happen is a lot of these parents are going to be, even if they're not... Um, 100% watching what they're being taught, they're going to pick up something and they're going to say, they told you what? Yep. They, they said what? No, that's not true. Yep. And, and, it, and, it, uh, and it's good because it's going to cause a greater divide. And I bet there's going to be a lot of children who don't go back to the government indoctrination camps come fall. And luckily I've been able to send a lot of people, especially the young, young people, to um, Corbett's Century of Enslavement. And Bill Stills, Money Masters, because okay. I, I tell him, Ooh. this is coming down from the Federal Reserve. Listen. This has nothing to do with a germ. Lauren, Don't let them scare you. Tyrants rule through fear. Instead of sending them to the Money Masters, send them to the Secrets of Oz. It's a much better production by the same guy. Okay, okay. The secrets. The secrets. Let me mention it again. The secrets of Oz. It's on YouTube. You can go put in the secrets of Oz, and it'll pop right up. It was a documentary of the year in 2011, Mm -hmm. and it's Hollywood produced, and it's a very, very fine piece of work. Well, I just wanted to let you all know that there are a lot of people out there who realize that this is a, a farce, a fake. They, they know this is a staged event, and they're, you know, we, we, I, we don't go along with the social distancing. I, I'm like 
two, two feet from them, you know. And they did put the, the cheap plexiglass up in front of me. And some of the teachers, I mean, some of the um, customers say, oh, this is a good idea. And I can't help but, but drip with sarcasm, you think? And they go, well, why not? And, and I said, well, germs don't travel through the air. Really? I mean, you know, are you kidding me? Well, it, it's good in case somebody sneezes on you. And I said, ma'am, I've worked here for 42 years. No one has ever sneezed in my face. No one. So it's like, think, people. Think. You're being controlled. Um, you think this piece of plexiglass is going to stop a germ that floats through the air? Give me a break. Lauren, Lauren. It's like, so, and I just, I can't help it. It's like, oh, my God. Lauren, I want to ask you because of Kay's, Kay, and I, I love Kay to death and her husband, too. They've been around for a long time. I'm glad they're back. But tell her uh-huh. at least a little incident about this neighbor of yours that you tried to turn on that turned all that hatred on you. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he asked me. I hadn't talked to him for a long time, and he asked me how I was doing. And I said, well, I finally got my affidavit in to the State Department. I'm now a non-citizen national, so I don't, So that releases me from most of the, almost all of the um, Code of Federal Regulations, namely the Internal Revenue Service, and he sent me back. Uh, a scathing um, reply about, well, am I going to be paying back all the, you know, not not taking money out of Social Security? Am I going to pay back anything? I told him, thinking, what did I, I didn't take anything. But it was, he's ex-Marine, um, and he's doing very well. He's an extremely smart man. Now, he's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He doesn't flaunt his financial stability, uh, but I, I know he's doing okay um, because I see some of the stuff that he buys that he doesn't really need. But um, so yeah, oh oh, I got it double barrel. I thought okay, well I know what to never talk to you about again. And, and you see and what it, what has happened is he's bought the strong delusion. He's bought the Absolutely. lie. Absolutely. And you come and try and Absolutely. tell him the truth, yeah. and he lashes out at you like mm-hmm. you're some kind of damn traitor. Yep. Yeah. So I just might for a moment. Chris, you were trying to get in a minute ago, and we didn't get back to you. Go on in there, bud. Well, our friend Lauren here is probably one of the strongest voices on the Internet, male or female or otherwise, a multi-year farmer rep who walked away from a very lucrative income oh, yeah, because she oh, saw right. I, I have the dearest well, love for that wrong woman. Lauren. Yes, who is, who is, because she told us, not only that, because she called in on one of those shows that I was on with Joyce, Uh because she was a real regular caller to Joyce, and she got in right at the last, okay, right at the last of the show, we didn't have much time, but obviously, I had always felt when I heard Lauren call in to Joyce, that she'd been exposed to John and Glenn's teachings, because she always made comments from that quarter, And so that day that I was on the program and she called in and she told us a couple of things that were startling to me. One thing that she's mixed, she's half black. Okay. And she said, I've got two daughters and I went to our attorney and I explained everything to him and got his okay. And the daughters filed affidavits. Okay. Now that was years ago back when I was on Joyce. So she's a real jewel and I haven't heard her because I don't listen to other shows. Is she still around? Chris? There is oh, yeah. one, I think, call with us. 
Well, that, that isn't our Lauren here, but but it's a different no. Lauren. Okay, but you're right. She walked away from a highly, highly lucrative. And she must have been very well. I would tell you that she must be very attractive, also, because those pharmaceutical companies that send those women out as reps to doctors don't hire ugly women. Okay, so she was obviously very attractive, also, and extremely uh, intelligent and sharp. Roger, yes. Roger, I, I can, I can. Uh... There, there must be a consistency there because I've, I've met the Lauren that we're talking with, and uh, the grocery stores must be hiring attractive uh, checkout clerks. Yeah. So oh, I'll just take them for what it's worth. There you go. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Tom. Well, that's all, that was Tom's... news from the field. I just wanted to let you know there are a lot of people who aren't buying this, right. and that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Um and I, I wanted to and ask. I do know about the attractive women in Lauren too, but at any rate, I I just wanted to say I was listening to the new Power Hour, whatever his name is, but um, and this was back right after my house burned down. Right, I was up in Tennessee at this plywood factory, and and Lauren from Ohio came on, and the topic was that she ripped all of her electricity out of her house because they wouldn't get rid of that smart meter thing. I mean, and so, and she's always been most influential to me as far as being a true spiritual warrior. And like, I'm, I, I'm like going, wow, if half the man, man, were the, had the spirit Amen. and the you know, whatever of, of the faith, because the faith is acting on belief, like her and her children, you know, she sits there and goes, okay, well, I don't need their damn electricity if they're going to do that to me and my children. How many men would even do that? Very few. Very few, Tom. Very few. Yeah. And so, at any rate, you know, she's been, I just want to throw my two cents worth in for what it's worth of, you know, that she's been most influential. You know, it edifies your spirit when you see people that are so committed and so sacrificial. You know, for the cause, and she's one of them. it, It strengthens all of us when somebody like that comes along. And uh, it's just too bad we well, where there are not more of them out there. We're a very small percentage of people. I mean, this I've learned this the hard way. Okay, they're, they talk about no pain, no gain. Well, this is some of the gain that everybody ain't supposed to know this. I feel sorry for them. I've tried to help them. I can't, and so I go and find the people that I can. Well, well we we have to walk our talk. Yeah. We have to, we have to walk our talk because guess what the synagogue of Satan is walking its talk. Uh, we uh, we we actually have to uh, execute act, action action plans actionable intelligence. Uh, we have to get over this idea that somebody's coming to save you. He was already here. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the one was that, that was going to save you was already here. And so we have to walk our talk. I just wanted to throw into for Lauren too, and for everybody else here another uh, another outstanding video for that's available online for people to watch is Aaron Russo's America, yes. Freedom to Fascism, because this is this is where we we have come to this this thing called nationalism that uh, people are talking about that don't understand is is taking on the character of fascism. It's national fascism, and this is the this is the intersection and combination, inseparable intertwining between what was considered to be a public government and private corporation. Yep. Well, you can't be any more private than the Federal Reserve. Nope. 
Okay. Yep. So, and, and and this is all spelled out in Aaron Russo's America. It's very accessible intellectually and the language. It's not over the top. Aaron Russo is a wonderful uh, um, facilitator for this information as well. So, uh, this will help. This will help some people. So. Yep. Uh, Bob, I'm trying to that. call you back, man. Just hold yep. on. We got so many people on the call. It looks like they're putting limitations you on know, us. I, no, here I, we go. I'll, I'll get you in a I, second, Bob. Go ahead, please. Many are called, but you're chosen. <laughs> you know, as, as as bad as the pornography thing is, they're all you know. There's also 60 million babes that uh, are gone. Those are the true innocents, and yeah. Like I said, I, I do believe this is judgment. This is people turning their turning away, either through fear, through through ignoring, um, through I don't want to take that on. Um, and we do have a lot of examples that did try; they got executed or thrown in jail, etc. So they don't make it easy to stand Gordon up. Gordon Call. You know? Gordon Call. You remember his name? Anybody yeah, familiar. remember Gordon Call? Yeah, go go study Gordon yeah. Call. That's K A H L. Hey Bob, we got you on today. I couldn't get you on Friday for some reason, man. Lauren and Terrence both left. Had to go do something, I guess. We sure do appreciate their input, though. Hey Bob. Yeah, I just wanted to echo what Tom said. I Tom, I uh, everybody else, uh, Daryl, etc. What he said that triggered me. I've been I'm triggered, right? was the fact that he wished he was admiring Lauren from Ohio. He, I think he said something to the effect that he wished a lot of men were half the man she was in terms of taking responsibility. And I would just echo that in saying it's exactly what Brent has been saying for years on your program, yep. the fact that the women aren't the problem. The men that don't do what men are supposed to do are the problem. Yep. When the women have here, to step here. up and be a man... Everything gets screwed up because that's not their role. They're not supposed to have to do that. Very good observation, here, here, here. Bob. Very good observation. They do a fine job when yeah. forced to. Call has been forwarded but. to an automated voice messaging system. Hold on. Seven zero two <laughs> five two eight two four. Okay, Chris. I'm gonna. Well, he can't hear us because he doesn't listen anyway. But on the phone. Sorry, sorry. You can well, blame, blame Bill for all of this crap that goes on. Blame Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates of hell. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Robert. Uh, well, I'm going to mute out. I'll right. be listening, but well, I got thank you, Bob. I'm sorry. Backing up to me, I got to deal with. I'm sorry. I couldn't get you on last Friday. It wouldn't let me call out, and I don't know why. And it's just a day-to-day -day deal with this uh, this Microsoft well fiasco. <laughs> let, let me no give problem. you a Roger. Hi, Bob. Uh, hi, Bob. Uh, yeah, let me give you an example of what happened <laughs> while this call was while while this very call was going on about a half an hour ago. Uh, the Federal Express. Uh, the delivery guy pulls up my driveway. I pull my headset off. I go out there. He walks up with his face mask on to hand me a box, and he says, "Well, you told me this was. You told me this. How did you know this?" He says, "You." you he he looked at me. He's. This is what he said to me. He goes, "You prophesied this," and I go, "No, I've studied these people for 20 years." And I says, and he's just he's looking at me, you know. And I said, 
you are absolutely invited and welcome when you're off work to come here, have a cup of coffee with me, and talk as a man to learn how to respond to this as a man. And uh, he's a young, he's a young uh, uh, black man. He, you know, he looks like he could be, you know, sort of mixed. I says, you have to understand, you are invited and 100% welcome. And and, and uh, uh, I look forward to. And he just he he didn't cry, but he sort of his eyes kind of crunched up, and he says, I- "I'm off on Saturdays. I'll I'll be back." Good deal. <laughs> one at a, listen, you eat an so elephant one is, bite at yeah, a time, yeah. buddy. One bite at yep. a time. Here's yep. a here's one of the headlines that just popped up on Zero Hedge. I think it's absolutely totally accurate. Welcome to the new post-virus world. A return to normal is not an option. The world as we knew it before the arrival of COVID-19 has gone. It is never coming back. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I stopped in at my Napa dealer yesterday to pick up some uh, diesel fuel filters for my little tractor. And they looked at me and they go, both of the, the father and the son, they looked at me from behind the counter and they go, okay, so what's happening now, Daryl? Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and I go, I go, well, uh, for your information, while you were asleep last night, for the last week, every, every day and every night while you've been asleep, this thing that you identify as your United States Congress has been legislating your history and reality out of existence. And this is, this is what's happening. They are legislating your reality, your romantic, nostalgic perceptions of reality out of existence. Welcome to the new underworld order. And I smiled <laughs> and I said, I smiled and I says, like I've been saying for five years, guys, anytime you want to know more, you just ask. And I walked out. There you go. I remember, and I've told this story before, you know, my wife that's deceased from cancer owned the second most popular consignment store in the city of Atlanta, okay? And she had built a quite a thriving business there. And after we got married and I'd hang around the store a lot, I'd use that little silver dollar trick. I put it in the book of having a silver dollar and then getting people in a position to where you have them in a dollar bill in one hand and a dollar, silver dollar in the other. And you ask a very simple question. Why does it take 25 of these dollars to buy one of those dollars? Okay. And we'd done that to a whole bunch of her regular customers. And they look quizzical and they're confused and they don't know and they walk out the door and you don't hear from them again until something like this happens. And then exactly what you're going through, Daryl, I bet you we had 15 people get a hold of us and say, what's happening? What's happening? I know. <laughs> I can't, I, I can't go anywhere now. I, I can't go anywhere if people are on me. <laughs> there you go. And see, now what's happening? You see what's happening? White power is attracting I don't mean white and the difference of our ethnicities. I mean good, wholesome power. People see what you have. They see your self-confidence. They see your control. They see your composure. They see your accomplishments. They see all that, and they don't understand what you're saying. But when something happens, look who they come to. They're drawn to it. That's right. And, 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 when, and when they say that, and when they say those things, I say, 
and it's all from the blessings of following the faith of the Lord and my salvation through repentance and remission of sin by my Lord and Savior. Now, now, what else did you want to know? <laughs> okay, I, I give credit where credit's due. Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> but you see uh, that, and that's happening. See, yeah. dark power has to reach out through agencies and cops and black SWAT teams. That's how they have to exercise their power by instituting fear. What we're talking about now is the total dialectic opposite. You've got what people want. They don't want the cops and the administrative agency enforcement at their house, but they do want truth, and they're starting to look for it and ask questions. And these incidents bring that out. That's why it's important for you, you, whoever you are, wherever you're hearing this, it's important for you to internalize the information and know it cold. That's how you're going to help people. Right. So the, 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 uh, the spiritual analogy here is that, is that our Lord and Savior shouldn't have to chase and run you down. You should look and follow him. Hey. Okay. As, and and, and, and people, people are feeling the whip, look, the sting. As Al Adams said wound. on the air and, one day, even the devil makes you volunteer. If, if the devil makes you volunteer, you know darn well God makes you. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's important to, I, I know this is kind of, a, you know, there's a lot of information coming out here and a lot of topics, but I, I, I just want to tell people that I'm under the, under the understanding from what I've been reading and listening to that the only way that you can really catch a virus, uh, the only way you can really catch a virus is if it's put into your blood, okay? And, and so all these other natural viruses, uh, occurrence of what they call a virus is just the natural response of your body uh, what they've doing what it's supposed to do. Is they've yeah. taken it and made it into a bioweapon where it is evidently communicable. It is evidently communicable, okay? And But the, whatever it is that is communicable is not totally communicable. It can only go into your sinus passages and those parts of your body which are more ambient temperature because it can't live at body temperature, okay? And the, I heard a guy talking about what the, the pneumonia aspect of this that people are dying from is from your own body producing a, a cytokine yeah. storm. Yeah. Now, I don't really know the scientific explanation of that totally and understand it yet. I've heard that before, and I know a little bit and understand it a bit. But it's your own body's reaction to whatever is being communicated to you that you're sucking in through well, your eyes and your nose. Here, here's, a, here's a possible analogy to that that, is, that might make sense. Uh, I offer it anyway. If you've ever if you've ever gone to a, a good masseuse or a massage expert and had a deep tissue massage, I mean, really got worked over. And as soon as you're done, and for the next day, you're almost sick. Yep. Yeah. You physically feel sick because they have released toxins. and flooded your bloodstream with toxins. Correct. And and this, I, I think that this is. If it's not exactly correct, that's a good analogy to grasp the concept. But there is yeah, I, something I think you, that's all, affecting. We all need to leave our minds open to this is really frequency um, symptoms and not the virus itself. 
they're trying to get us to the point where the vaccine is mandatory and then they got it in your blood. Right. For real. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But what Thank they're you, doing, Samuel. they've done something in engineered a bioweapon where it, we know from the uh, scientific people that have run tests on it that it's got different things sequenced in there. One of them has got a sequence of HIV in there. Okay, so if you will, it's like this dust particle almost that goes around. And once it gets into your eyes or your nose, then it can start raising havoc and your body has an uh, an obvious, terrible reaction to it. But there is something that's doing this. And I don't believe it's totally frequency, Samuel. Well, in that in that. And those, I don't know if it was the one that you played on the show or ones I listened to later on um, these guys talking about the viruses, but they took snot directly out of the nose of infected um, uh, ones and put it into the noses of the others, and they got zero results I, every time they tried it. Yeah, I know. I heard them say that they took horses back in the Spanish influenza days and took had them sneeze into something and put it on another horse, and they never could transfer it. But the, those guys back then didn't have level four biological labs to go in and screw with all these things. Or 5G. Right before the show, and uh, about 10 minutes before the show, Roger, I sent you a short email. It's about, or, uh, with an email. It has a video clip, 12 minutes long, that I think addresses some of these things uh-huh. from a... It's very humorous, actually. The guy had a lot of uh, was able to put a lot of humor into it, and so you can review that, and maybe we can disseminate that later in the I week well, for people. If, Hopefully, if, uh, if tomorrow. I was president, uh, since everybody's if, a shut-in now, I'm sure we're going to have Paul tomorrow, so maybe we can get into it tomorrow, Daryl. I'll have a chance to look at that. But this is something I would like to explore on the air because I'd like to understand it a little bit better, quite frankly. Well, if, you, if, you can if actually go to the link. Go ahead, Samuel. Samuel, go ahead, man. You're chomping at the bit. If I were president, if if I were president, I would take Trump Tower in uh, New York City. I would draw a line somewhere where it bisects that city almost in half, right? And I would say, okay, on this side of the line, there's going to be no cell phone freaking communication. We're going to shut it down, okay? And then see what happens. Yeah, most people would not go live in that side of the city. I'm going to tell you right now. Good. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. Uh, if, if uh, you know, just for the listening audience here, you, all you have to do is go to uh, YouTube and type in uh, the Crow House, and uh, it's a 12 minute. It's a it's the latest postings by Max Egan on the Crow House, and it's 12 minutes long, and uh, it it shows a drone that they're using to. Uh, uh, look for coffee sneezy yep. people, yep. and uh, and then they have a they have a guy that comes on there who has a background in 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 virus uh, and uh, medical, and uh, he talks about uh, this in a, in a very humorous way. Uh, you, you may not want to have child children present when he's <laughs> doing it, but uh, well, the, the whole it's, it, the Home Depot yeah. here has up. Uh, they have a thermal imaging thing where you have to walk through going into the Home Depot to see if your temperature is high. Yeah, well, they're starting. Oh, hey, they started hey, that's it. That's great because it, I have. 
Yeah. In England last week in Devonshire, I believe, which I think's up by Liverpool or something. <laughs> I'm trying to learn about England. <laughs> but that's where they started those drones, man, and there was a video of it. And this drone could, like, yeah. zap you, and it, depending on what your color is, they know what temperature you got. Uh, I have a... I have a I ride I ride a lot of motorcycles over the years and I have a full electric bodysuit that runs off batteries. I my hands and my socks and my feet and my chest and I can warm my whole body up on a thirty degree day and go ride my motorcycle seventy miles an hour. Well, I I can probably get my body temperature up to about one hundred twenty degrees. I'd light up like a candle, you know. Or uh, <laughs> you know, well, you wouldn't have any virus. I'd walk it. I I'd walk in there. They they that'd be interesting to see if they uh, if they identified that. You know, I, I'm serious. It it gets hot. It gets real hot. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure there's be... something on the drawing table that shoots. Uh, your temperature's too high, and then shoots you in the arm with the uh, virus, uh, the vaccine. Right. Well, that's why people are having such yeah. a high fever with this thing. Is it's trying to go in there and disable all that through temperature. And then the worst thing the medical people do is go give them ibuprofen to bring down the fever, which is what's curing them. Yeah. 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 Seems to me like a, seems to me like a good uh, hot sauna would uh, yeah. do you well, got, and, we got, and, and then a cold beer afterwards. And, yeah. and we got. I'm fortunate <laughs> on the property here. We got a hot and a and a dry sauna down there. Now it's cut off at the moment. In the typical mindset of the normal people, because everybody's income is lower and they got to cut back on all the expenses, I said, "Well, I guess if one of us gets the sniffles, you'll fire it back up." Um, yeah, you need a need a sweat well, lodge. I've, I've, sweat, I've got sweat lodge. I've got yeah. my I got my electronic sweat lodge. I uh, I built a uh, a near red for infrared uh, system. It's mm-hmm. got four two hundred fifty watt bulbs in it, so it's a thousand watts. And uh, when you put that on your body, let's say you got a deep muscle problem or something like that, this stuff penetrates six inches into the tissue. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. I do. I, I what I do is I take uh, the fleece or whatever it's called and castor oil, and put that on people, then wrap them up with uh, that stretch wrap, that clear stuff, uh, serene wrap or whatever yep. it's called. Right. And then bake the daylights. Bake the daylights out of them, and man, there ain't a knot I can't get out of anybody. <laughs> They're putty in your hands, huh? Putty in putty in Samuel's hands, hands. right? <laughs> well, that happens yeah. to me. You know, last week I started doing it. it was getting after the show's over now at noon, and it's high high noon when the sun's at its highest. And I just pop out in front of the apartment and lay down my hammock on the concrete and lay out there in this ultraviolet stuff at eight thousand feet. And boy, it'll cook you real quick. Yeah, well, they got to be careful yeah. with that, Roger, because they're saying we're getting um, we're getting C radiation. You know, B didn't used to exist ten years ago, and now they're saying we're getting into to, to the B the C spectrum, which will fry you. Well, I only stay out there a few minutes. I'm at least that smart. Yeah. You know, a few minutes on yeah. each side. And I'm just looking for vitamins. I can feel it some days when I'm not working. I I can, my skin tells me, holy shit, this is different today. And I just get out of it if I can. Well, don't don't forget we're going into a global solar minimum. We're right at the front end of that. has to do with sunspots and a lot of the things you're talking about, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, 
Here's something else I was playing with last night because uh, I play around with words. So uh, I was playing around with the idea of free trade and what that means. And so this is this is what happened when I did it. I went from free trade to capitalism to surveillance capitalism to feudal capitalism to feudal global, global capitalism, feudal global fascist capitalism, feudal global social fascism. And then it came to me. It goes global feudal human traffic and fascism syndrome, <laughs> and this is uh, this is this is. I, I, I'm sorry if I scared anybody, but this is how my mind thinks. Uh, it, I, I, I'm pray for me. I can't shut it off. I, well, I don't want to. And uh, uh, the the you have to understand that the, the market, this thing they call the market. Which, which isn't a market, but we'll identify it as that, the stock market or the market. The market is now a money laundry for the counterfeit fictional reserve notes. Soccer. Yep. Okay. This is what it is. The market is a money laundry for the counterfeit fictional reserve notes. Yep. So. That's what it is. And we've been preaching for many years, get you some gold and silver. If you don't have much money, do it on a monthly basis, where even if you go buy a couple of pieces of junk silver and stick them back, at some point you're going to have a pile. And at some point you're going to need the pile. The time is here. The point has been made. Because if you, you know, they've got two names, two new names in the lexicon for gold and silver. I'm assuming some of you have heard this. Unobtainium and unaffordium. <laughs> I uh, yeah i I've been using I've been using unobtainium for some time now, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's all come to pass, and so now we have to we have to sort of uh, uh, gird gird ourselves, uh, reorganize your your thinking and your thoughts, uh, take take account and assess uh, for where you're at whoever you are, whatever your situation is. And now um, <clears throat> there'll be plenty of time to mourn, but you have to, you have to start getting yourself into an action oriented based yep. upon your circumstances and move forward from now. And uh, so I, I think we have to, uh, you know, move on, proceed, uh, go forward. Uh, move along. With move under along. The circumstances there's, nothing, that we're under. Yeah. there's nothing to yeah. see here. Well, <laughs> There's there's a lot to see here. There's a lot to see here. I'm 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 talking. I'm not talking about their message, Roger. I'm talking about what we need to do. Oh, oh. is is okay. <laughs> we, Roger. Okay. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Roger. Tom here. I just I just had to add like a little uh, note on your silver versus Federal Reserve note presentation. Like I had like a little. Tom tube in my head, you know, of you doing that back in 1996. Long time ago, man. <laughs> and I can even remember, like, the the clanking sound of the silver dollar that was different than, you know, modern coins. It doesn't have a ring to it that you can nope. tell it's silver. But, sure but at any rate, I, I just heard your rendition of it, and 
you had it ingested for inflation because it was back then it was how come it takes I did. seven of these? I did. I did. It, I, you have to adjust these. You have to adjust them for inflation, Tom. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I just wanted to add that note that I remember that like you know, it was like a, like a YouTube in my brain, but it was seven, not twenty five. And that's you know? exactly right. And back yeah. in those years, it was seven. And there shows yeah, you where we've saying. gone yeah. in the last fifteen years. Yeah, the spot price was like three fifty an ounce, but if you wanted to buy one of those, you know, United States Walking Liberty ounce coins, it was seven bucks. But because it was more than the spot price of silver by a bunch. But, <laughs> but anyway, that was my two cents worth because I remember that Roger presentation. You know, like witnessing him showing that to people for. Just you know, well, some of these things you never know what, what might perk them up, you know, yeah. or like whatever. And the, and the reason I had to laugh is because when I was relating the story, I had to consciously change that mind and adjust it for inflation. That's what I wanted well, to comment on. I remember that like a, it was yesterday, and it was adjusted I, for inflation. I'm gonna tell you what, boy, that's an, a, well, as an effective funny. demonstration as I've ever found on people is that one right there. <clears throat> and boy, it well, works. You, you, could, you, you can do that with just what Tommy said right there, Roger and Tommy. Uh, Tommy said he's, he wanted to put his two cents in worth. Well, yeah. we, we, we can't pay any attention to your two cents worth, but, right. Tommy. You're going to have to put in your 10 cents. You're no. going to have to put in your 10 cents worth. His dollar. It's, it's, uh, can it's I put a dollar. My it's a dollar's <laughs> worth by now. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I have a better English lawsuit before me here that I think appertains to this conversation. Okay. Bring us back to reality, Chris. Lawsuits. Well, this one here is Lewis, L-E-U-I-S, L-E-W-I-S, versus United States at 680 F2D 1239 from the Ninth Circuit in 1982, coincidentally. The Federals are, in fact, it says Mr. Oh, Lewis. Oh, yeah, I know this case. This. I know this case. It's oh, about the Federal Reserve. It, it is. And it says that uh, the Federal Reserve Bank is not a federal agency with the meaning of the Federal Tort Claims Act and therefore lacks subject matter jurisdiction. Yep. And it says Federal Reserve Banks are not federal instrumentalities for the purposes of the FTCA, the Federal Tort Claims Act, but are independent, privately owned, and locally controlled corporations. Each Federal Reserve Bank is a separate corporation owned by the commercial banks in its region, and the stockholding commercial banks elect two-thirds of the thing. Anyway, it says, these entities hold reserves for other member banks, discounting the notes, no discounting of notes required uh, per the Constitution, discounting notes of member banks and buying and selling securities on the open market. Serving the federal purpose does not necessarily imply being a federal agency. It's interesting. You know what you said out of there that really sparked my interest is it said the member banks that own the Federal Reserve Branch Bank can only appoint two-thirds of the board. Yes. Where does the other third come from? Good question. And what positions do they hold? Like chairman. We should uh, we should post a link to uh, we should get a link on that 
and uh, and share it around if if you can do that, Chris. Uh, it's, get a get a site on that where we can actually get a link on it. There's two really I'm good not, things that have come out over the years, and that Lewis case is one of them. And I thought about it the other day, and I couldn't record the, remember the style of it, Chris. The other one is one Ralph Winterroot dug up, and it's not a published case. But what he put out there was from the depositions that were associated with the case. And in the deposition... The U.S. attorney was asked directly, is the IRS an agency of the United States? And her direct answer was no. What's the site? It's what not is a, the style on that? What's on, the style? On, uh, it, uh, the, the Lewis case or this uh, second one? Yeah. The Lu- the what's, the, what's the Lewis case uh, uh, style again, if you would, Chris? You gave it so eloquently. Lewis versus U.S. 680 F period 2D 1239 9th Circuit 1982. That's Fed Sup, Fed Supplement, and that do, uh, connotates appellate level stuff. Yes, it was an appellate Thanks, level. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Another, well, I, another, one we used to, another one we used to give people was. Hey, here's the Atlanta phone book, and here's the blue government section. Here's the business pages. Which one's the Federal Reserve in? It's not in the government section. It's in the business section of the phone book. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to – Tom, uh, Roger, Chris, I want to drag something out here that I've identified. I believe I've identified, which – has has been a detriment to our our, our efforts and purposes, uh, not with the intent of our efforts and purposes, but it's it, it hasn't been as effective. And uh, so, w- with this opportunity to reach more people, I I I think when we can do it with uh, 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 with empathy and compassion and also humor, and and approach it in these uh, these big picture big picture uh obvious uh contradictions to to get their attention before we we, we make a i think uh, historically many people in this area have made a, a a tactical mistake in trying to talk about the mechanics of it without uh at, at first acquiring the audience's attention to uh their situation the contradiction so, uh, me personally, I, I really embrace, uh, what Chris just shared, but I don't think we, I don't think you're very successful and we haven't historically been very successful by just talking about history and mechanics, the mechanics of it. And as men, we typically address these issues from a matter of fact, evidentiary based, uh, mechanical or the mechanics of uh, the uh, argument, uh, thinking that once those mechanics have been laid out, that's evidence and, and the machinery of it, it will become obvious and be actionable intelligence going forward. I think this has been part of the big frustration, and and um, uh, I, I believe I've observed this, and we we uh, we have to have these mechanics as as evidence, but. Uh, I don't think that the uh, – I think we can bring people to the point of interest and action that will 
help them in this time to serve them uh, by uh, uh, actually uh, em- embracing their uh, their their situation and and then showing them not uh, not by just uh, you know dropping the evidence in front of them and saying well there you go now why well, haven't you done something here's how so you could tie those two yeah. together is where all these trillions of dollars worth of loans coming from that all of a sudden we've been having all these financial problems it wasn't there before now we get to this point and all of a sudden it's there by the by the tens of trillions. Yeah. Well, all right. What? What? Where'd it come from, and who is it? And then you stick that case in front of their nose. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, uh, yeah. So I, I think it. Uh, I think we've. We, I think we've typically tried to just use one side of the uh, equation, and and uh, you know, this is. <clears throat> I, well, I think we're know, going to get better at this when it comes to I, the I think political we really are. stuff. That's yeah. why I, I've continually said make it simple make it simple make it simple it's got to be simple to get across to these people and get the door open in their mind and the way to do it i believe on the political status is to bring in the jim crow laws because anybody can go reference those if they don't know about them already and easily see that there was two statuses for a long time Okay, I mean a long time Mm -hmm. from 1870 until 1933 Sixty something years those were in effect. They're they're confirmed with Plessy versus Ferguson, okay? And there you show them the difference. Well, what happened to them? We're equal all equal from the classroom, but equal to what? Which one of them are we equal to? Then you can get somebody's attention. If I might harken back to our initial conversations on today, the lights are on, but you're not home. Your mind is not your own. You might as well think it you're addicted to love. The parable of the mustard seed and not casting your pearls before swine are operate in this circumstance. It is. It is. <laughs> Listen, that one you just named right there, Chris, is very important. Don't waste your time beating your head against the wall on these people that aren't, for whatever reason, going to listen. That's right. Don't waste hey, your time, you. efforts, and energy. Go take them and place them somewhere where they're potentially going to have an effect. Christ said, so, dust off your feet and travel on. Yep. To that, you, to that Lewis versus U.S., I got to add the best secular prophecy of ever of all time, which was Thomas Jefferson when he said, if the people ever allow the issuers of private currency to gain control of the money supply, first by inflation, then by deflation, the government and the corporations that rise up around it will deprive the people of all their property, and our children will wake up homeless in the nation our fathers once conquered. That's pretty spot We're very on. Close. Yep, spot on. That's that. We're there, aren't we? Yep. Here, here. Been there for a while, but we just didn't recognize yeah. it. But they're about to recognize it on a large scale. Well, we did it. Well, have you guys heard about Trump supposedly um, grabbing the, the the treasury? There's some scuttlebutt about that that uh, yeah. he's going to bring it on into the treasury. The Fed. Yeah, it's it's BlackRock. 
BlackRock, as we see this today, BlackRock is involved with the, the International Monetary Fund and the, and the uh, Federal Reserve. Yes, they are. They're, they're doing a whole bunch of, of, of contract work for the Federal Reserve, I read in an article recently. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember the connection. Well, this is a grand well, research of some sort or another. That's yes, it is. Yes, it is. They're, what they're trying to do is push through their new world order plans. That's what the stock buybacks for and all this stuff about going out and buying all this debt. Now, they're going to own everything, but they're owning everything that's based on fraud. Right. Yeah, own it all, including you. Based on fraud, which means they don't own it except by presumption and color of law. And our uh, consent is their victory. And see, when you file that affidavit up there with the Secretary of State, that's what you're telling them is I'm not associated with this anymore, and you ain't holding my feet to the fire no more. Revelation 2.9 and 3.9, Edomite bastard. <laughs> you know, I think one of the big disconnects, is, and I've said this before, people just can't conceive that there's a plan in place that's been this long-lasting, planned that much prior to our existence. We do, we seem to think the world revolves around us, Yep. and nobody's any smarter than we are. Well, yep. my daughter was asking me the other day, she said, I just don't, I don't see how how this can ever have come about. I said, you know, how, how is it that this tribe has gotten so much influence? I said, because they have intent. Yep. We, we see people as we wish we were. And most of us, yeah. except, for, except for the big ears and big noses that are listening, most of us want to impute a quality to people mm -hmm. that we perceive ourselves as having. Honesty. Projection. Probity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, these people have none of that. They don't care for it. They laugh at the fact that we do. And they use it against yeah, no us. Morals, no and they scruples. have for generations. They have no scruples. They, they have done it for generations. And we've allowed it. And we look at ourselves and say, wow, how, how did get, this happen? How did we get here? Well, it, was, it wasn't an accident, people. Um, you, tell your, you tell your daughter that the main way they did it was gradualism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Normalization. Well, yep. they 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 have gradually boiled the frog, and now dinner is served. So uh, <laughs> the 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 hereditament and the posterity's future was stolen in 1913. Uh, if you want to look for a date, yep. you know that's a good date. Uh, so that's how it that's how it started. Uh, uh, you know, for one of your daughters to understand this. And this goes back to the uh, things that Lauren was talking about earlier for uh, the uh, understanding the history of this. So uh, I, I say to people, how do you suppose you know where you're at if you don't know where you started? Uh, you, you have been you have been a passenger on this on this craft, this ship, and and you have no idea where it started. And you'll be taken to the arbitrary destination by those that pilot it. Ask yourself, do you have your hand on the throttle of your life? If you don't, if your hand isn't on the throttle of your life, then you are just a passenger. And uh, this is why people don't know where they're at. 
they don't know where it started. They they don't have any concept of it. So they're they're experiencing vertigo. This is where they're completely disoriented. Yep. And uh, this is observable. So, yeah. uh, and your job, yeah. your overall, well, your overall, your overall dictate: should you choose to accept it, is not be dinner. Yeah, don't be dinner. What's for dinner? Hey, Chris, well, uh, you know your 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 synthesizing of Robert Palmer and the Holy Scripture is quite fascinating to me, <laughs> and uh, I. I uh, I, I, this is this is the mark. Listen, everybody on here. This is a absolute mark of a a very creative and imaginative uh, fellow. And uh, I, I actually, I actually, I actually identified this very song and have it written down in a list of others that we're going to use on our new uh, pod, weekly podcast. And it's going to be Robert Palmer's "Addicted to Love." All the link, all the lyrics are going to be exactly the same, except that you're not addicted to love; you're addicted to gov. Hey, I tell you what, you ought to get, you ought to go over and get a hold of Russ and see if he can get you can get him to cut that for you. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah. well, listen, that's the end of the discussion. Well, I really brought this to mind with the Fourteenth Amendment. The Fourteenth Amendment. All that time ago, they said you're going to be surety for that's death, right. and that's they haven't right. even set yes. up all the rest of the dominoes yet that's where i take it uh listen we'll pick this up tomorrow lively discussion good to hear from tom and laura and Kay and all the rest of the guys very stimulating a lot to noodle on ruminate a little bit till tomorrow and we'll see you with paul i'm pretty sure paul will be with us tomorrow and we'll have no doubt new stuff to discuss because this is a very fluid situation okay so we'll see what happens between now and then uh, sure do love you guys, and I'm telling yeah. you, I'm going to reemphasize it, how important each and every one of you are to me. Okay? So I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, guys. Yeah. Be Thanks, dangerous. Yeah, be dangerous. Be infected with truth. Mother Earth will swallow